the show we talk about things my name's henry and my name is not birthday john and together we're henry and not birthday john coming at you to discuss the cultural happenings of the zeitgeist that's right john is out being sick on his birthday happy birthday to john he gets a fever yes we got him a fever for his birthday so joining me tonight is jamie Welcome back to the show, Jamie. Yay, I'm the J for today. That's right. Everyone knows there always has to be a J in the podcast um, when I'm on. <laughs> yep. It's weird. It's a weird rule. Yes. Uh, Jamie, we haven't seen you since, like, the weird alternate timeline where the moon was wet. I don't know what you're talking about, Henry. Okay, well then, maybe that was just something I lived in a fever dream for the, our dear fans. Uh, but yeah, how have you been? Where, where have you been? I have been living here in our house that we share together, and it's a good house, and it's not falling apart at all. What? I, I don't know why I feel like, maybe it's just disorganized more so than I would like, and so sometimes I feel like it's falling apart a little bit. Oh, actually, wait, it is actually falling apart a little bit. The cabinet was falling off the wall. Oh, right. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just loop in the fans very, very quickly. Okay, fans, what happened was uh, discovered that one of our wall cabinets uh, was starting to come apart and therefore coming off of the wall a little bit. And so we had to do some stopgap measures and... Get with my friend who's a handyman person and help, uh, whatever. We fixed it, and so now we're, like, not sure if we might need to do a kitchen renovation, but it's a whole deal, and things are expensive right now, so we are waiting as long as we can. And Henry, in order to avoid continuing this conversation, is opening a drink beer. (laughs) Yes, a drink beer. Uh, normally this is around the time John asked for a, uh, Henry sobriety check, and tonight I'm going to fail. Haha, but you're not drinking alone, so you can have more than a soda. Oh, wait. Oh, no. What I were you trying to do? Do, a, like, a cool can opener noise. Yep, sure, that'll do it. <laughs> That's right, Jamie, tonight... We are sharing a couple of bottles of, what is this called? Shiner. Strawberry Blonde 
beer brewed with strawberries, which means it is tasty to me because I don't like hoppy beers. Yes, it's ripe for the drinking. Every drop of Shiner is brewed in Shiner, Texas. But then it says Spoitzel Brewery. Oh, it is in Shiner, Texas. JK. Um, Wait, is Shiner not the name of the brewery? It doesn't look like it is. It says Spoitzel Brewery. Okay, I didn't know that. I thought Shiner was the name of the brewery. I also thought that. Maybe this one's like a collaboration or something. Maybe. You might... You might also, we're also joined tonight by the clickety-clacking of paws and maybe the occasional whine or two from our dog, Deli. Deli! She's in the background because we really, I mean, if we closed the door to do a podcast with her on the other side, you would hear her either way. Yes, she is a very needy little dog and she's been doing pretty good thus far. But uh, this is Deli's podcast debut. Right. I mean, they've heard her on the podcast before. They've heard her screaming in the background of episodes very faintly. Oh, so like normal, like a normal day. Like a normal day in our household where she's just barking at me for no reason. It's very fun. Cool. We're all having a good time. Oh, no, Deli, are you leaving? You don't want to be on the podcast? (laughs) She she doesn't like to slander. Oh. Yeah, she... we can't talk and look at her, because then we're not facing the mic, so then they'll, oh. they'll hear the difference. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's okay. I'll also, just one at the top of this episode, uh, this is the first time I'm doing an in-person podcast with somebody in over, under a year. The last time we did this was uh, for the supplemental reading of Fast 9. Sorry, excuse me. F9, the Fast Saga. You forgot the colon. F9, colon, the Fast Saga. Did I used to say the colon every time? I don't know, but it's important part of the title. It is. F9, colon, the Fast Saga. Uh, So I apologize if things sound a little weird or odd or different. Uh, It's only because we're not doing this over VoIP. We're doing this face-to-face. Good old face-face pod. That's what this is, a face-face pod. Copyright it right now. I doubt we could. I don't see a point. I I don't think so. I don't think we should. <laughs> it's not a good idea. <laughs> you said to. You just came up with the idea too. Hmm. All right. So I believe. Uh, so I'm the host of this. I don't know if you knew this. I'm the host of the uh, the podcast. Oh. And that means you are in charge. You're providing the content. So what do you got? Um. I would just like to say with a disclaimer that when I was approached to be the guest co-host today, a.k.a. guest, uh, I was not under the impression that I would be under obligation to provide capital G, capital C, good content. So what I will instead provide is capital I, capital C, improvised content, and it will be... NG, not good. Everybody get ready. You've just introduced so many new acronyms to the lore of the podcast. It's, just, it's happening. I see NGIC, not good improvised content. And now we're going to take a break so I can stop Deli from eating a napkin. Oh, no, Deli, no. Don't eat that napkin. I know you think it's tasty. Stop.
And we're back from our short break in which I had to stop my dear dog from eating a napkin. She now has a tasty treat instead. It was all a very well-employed ruse to get a tasty treat. Yeah, she's very good. She's very conniving. Um, she's very smart. Yeah, so if you hear lip-smacking in the background, that is a dog eating a treat and not one of us. So please do not write in. I mean, I mean, this is a very tasty beer, but I'll keep my lip smacking to a minimum, or at least I'll try to disguise it. As like a dog eating a treat? Yes. You might also hear the sounds of her being so happy that she's taking, picking up the treat and throwing it in the air and now scratching a pillow where the treat is. I what, hope this... what, what a good idea to have our dog tur on the podcast with us. We could... <clears throat> we could... This is a family affair. All right. It's fine. All right. So, yeah, you're in the middle of introducing our, our good content that you're going to cover today. Yes. Um, what What good What good content? Uh, well, you mentioned earlier to me that you were really jazzed because there were a lot of announcements today about new properties being renewed and seasons coming out and new new movies coming out and you you the first thing you told me when you got home today was you were so excited because it was officially announced that a Joker sequel oh my God. is in the works with Todd Phillips and Joaquin Phoenix to Ugh. return to a prize reprise the original roles as the Joker and the director of the Joker respectively Can I just tell you how unexcited I am for that news what? No, when you got home today, you were like, stop the news. I'm telling the world. How does it go? New York. Start spreading. I'm not going to keep singing because we do right. not have access to that. Yeah, music. you're like, Copyright. You're but, like, start spreading the news. Joaquin Phoenix is back for his Oscar winning role as Arthur Fleck, a.k.a. Joker. I just, I don't. Okay. Okay, here's the deal. So, at my workplace, I have coworkers who are very nice people, and they love to uh, talk about how much they love certain movies, and their opinions often are wrong and bad, but can't be like, no, you think The Last Jedi is dumb, and you loved uh, Palpatine comes back from the dead to save the plot, or whatever the freaking name of the last one was. And they're like, that one was the best one. And I'm like, I'm going to walk away from this conversation right now because I can't handle having a friendly movie debate with you because of how wrong you are. But they really loved the Joker film. And they were talking about how much, oh my gosh, it's a revolution for the character of the Joker. But here's the thing. I've never seen it, so take this with a grain of salt if you will, but I don't think that is the comics version of the Joker. This is not the DC Joker. It's a different character to me. And so when it pops up in conversations and in the news that like, oh wow, his version of the Joker was on par but different from Heath Ledger's version of the Joker, I'm just like, that's you can't compare those because they're not the same character. I hear you, yeah. You have actually seen it. I've actually seen it, yeah. I have actually seen it. I went to the theater alone. Yeah. I, I refused yeah. to go. <laughs> I walked in, you know, alone, white male, going to go see Joker movie by myself. Oh, the target audience. 
And, uh, yeah, uh, it's seated in the same row of other singular white males. It was a very weird experience, movie-going-wise. But yes, I have seen it. Comparing Joaquin Phoenix's Joker to Heath Ledger's Joker, I feel like it's just... You can't do it, because comparing actors who have played the same role, you just can't do it. Unless it's like Shakespearean plays, in which the text is largely the same, the plots are largely the same... You can see different interpretations of the lines because there's no stage directions in Shakespeare. So you can see, like, different director's moves and different actor moves in those roles. Then I think that is interesting discourse. And that, say, that to me is worth discussing because it is how different people have interpreted the same exact text and pulled different motivations and beats out of that right. um, in order to tweak the story and tell it in a new exciting way. But yeah. when you have a completely different screenplay and, to me, roles that are actually not the same... They aren't. That's absolutely frustrating. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Chris Nolan's Batman story is housed in its own sort of universe where there are certain rules, everything is, is in line with his vision and to compare... Joaquin Phoenix's Arthur Fleck, a.k.a. Joker, is completely different because it's a different world entirely. There's no Batman in this world. Yeah. There's no Batman because, well, well you haven't seen it, and I don't want to spoil it. But Please spoil away, unless you're concerned about the fans, because I uh, decidedly will never see that movie. I have no desire to see it. Batman is about ten years old. Oh. Okay. There is a Bruce Wayne. There is a Bruce Wayne. He meets mm-hmm. Arthur Fleck. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah, part of the movie revolves around the fact that Arthur Fleck's mother has claimed to him that Bruce Wayne is his father. Not, not Bruce Wayne. Thomas Wayne <laughs> is his father, and he's going to take care of them one day. Like, give them money and things. Okay. But was that like a could be a lie? Okay, we'll never know. Hmm. I don't know. Whatever. Why are they doing a sequel? Because it won an Oscar. It won an Oscar, and studios will grab anything nowadays to be like, let's bring such and such a property back because that got butts and seats. I don't know, but I just I'm tired of seeing it in the news. Uh, and well, buckle up. We're gonna. We're about to go through the whole news cycle again. Because, like, the first time it came out, John and I talked about it. Right. Everyone was up in arms. People are like, we're going to radicalize the worst demographic in the world, white men. They're going to be, you know, what is the word? Incised. They're going to be, they're going to be charged to start shooting up movie theaters. And that, and that didn't happen. They just shot up some schools instead. You know, like normal. None of them were inspired by the Joker movie, though. That's true. Whatever. Yeah. So, this will go down uh, in uh, among the great sequels of history, I'm sure. Yeah, let's name a couple of the great sequels of history. Uh, Hangover 2. Was that? Hangover 3. Was... <laughs> Are you saying, like, just makes the most money? Airplane 2. I thought the Jumanji, uh, the next level? No. No, just the Jumanji remake. The one 
Well, that it wasn't they made a remake. 20, 20 years later. It yeah, was, you're right. It, it wasn't was an actual remake. It was sequel with the same name. Yes, yes. That one I thought was great. Uh, it was deserved. Ghostbusters 2. Ocean's 12. These are the great sequels. Fast 2. Fur- Furious 2. You, you don't know the sequel name for... You live in this house. <laughs> you know it's called Too Fast, Too Furious. Ah, yes, I do know that. And I, I didn't watch that one with you. That's the one I did not watch. That's the one that doesn't have Dom in it, right? Yes, it doesn't is have it, Dom in it. Is it a real Fast and Furious movie It does if it does not have Dominic Toretto? Every other Fast and Furious property no, has mean, would... Dominic Toretto in it. Even Spy Racers. Even Spy Racers. How dare you bring that name up? I'm just saying. How dare you? Okay, hold on. <clears throat> it is. Because it's got Paul Walker. So you've got Chris O'Connell. I don't remember his name. Brian O'Connor. My word. I don't remember. You come into there. this house. I live in this house. You got Brian in there. And then it introduces uh, Roman. Roman Pierce. Oh. Who has been a mainstay in the series for years. It even introduces Ava Mendez's character, whose name I don't remember. She was only in, like, two of the movies. She's in one movie and one scene in another movie, which is enough. That's enough, yep. So, yeah, I, I would say it's tangentially, but I will back up and say I was naming the great sequels, and we all know. Ah. John's not here to defend it, so Too Fast, Too Furious is the worst Fast and Furious movie they ever made. I cannot corroborate that, neither confirm nor deny, as I have never seen it. Oh, okay. Here, here's a picture of a of a Pokemon called Lechonk. He is hungry for another Pokemon called a Smoliv. No, you can't eat it. Yeah, he look how hungry he oh is. Oh my gosh, he he has little stars in his eyes. He's very hungry. Yeah, he's got like the. Like the hunter, the gl- the glint of a hunter in his eyes. He actually, he really does. And the little, the little small of is crying. Yeah, this is some great art. It's by uh, Magimart BCN as the name of the artist to give credit. Uh, I just thought you might like looking at that. I do like looking at that. Thank you. You bring me very nice things on the Reddit. That is very kind. Yes. Wait, don't reveal my source. What? <laughs> this isn't just... Things I saw in the last two hours. Oh, <laughs> mm. uh, yeah. Pokemon. Pokemon is something I could get excited about. Oh, yeah? I mean, I am. I do love Pokemon very much. This new, the new game looks like fun. I would highly enjoy playing it, even though I haven't played the last two Pokemon games that we bought. Yeah, no. Okay. What do you, so what do you mean? You didn't play Legends? Oh, you did start a Legends file. I started a oh. Legends of Arceus file, yeah. just enough to get to the first save point so that I would save what my character looked like and the name that I decided I wanted to give her, yeah. um, but I haven't actually had time to go back and play it. And I'm then, a busy lady, and I'm bad right. at making time for things that I enjoy. And, and then we, we did buy Diamond and Pearl, the remakes, uh, with the full intention of playing through them, but... They're not good games. Also, I'm, I'm slow. Well, no, they're just, they're not good. I didn't, I was not having fun. It seemed kind of cute. Like, I would enjoy it because it was very reminiscent of my first Pokemon game, which was um, Ruby. Ruby Red. Uh, no, just Ruby. Just Ruby? Just called Ruby. Ruby and Sapphire. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, I can't remember which one I played. I think it was Ruby, because my Game Boy was blue. But the cartridge is red. shoot. Me, Jessica, and Joseph all had the flip-up Game Boys. One was silver, one was blue, and one was red. Okay, Jessica's was silver, Joseph's was blue, mine was red, so therefore my cartridge was blue. So I played Sapphire. Okay. Um, and you had to you had to defeat Team Aqua in that one? Yeah. Okay, yes. So that was the one I played. But very simplified version of the Pokemon game, because it was, you know, earlier. And so I was excited to play Pearl, because it was going to be reminiscent of that. But I got my little team together, got a very slow start, and then... Life got in the way. Yeah. Um, and I, I messed up our plan to trade with each other in order to get full Pokedexes. And I stopped playing because I got bored. Well, everyone's a winner then. Yeah, so it doesn't matter that you didn't st- you, you didn't keep playing. But yeah, Scarlet and... Uh, what's the other one? Violet. Violet. They look fun. They do look really, I'm, really cool. I'll probably play through it and we'll get a copy for you that you will play one third of maybe. And then be sad forever that I didn't finish it? Yeah, sounds good. Uh, For those of you wanting a deli update, she is now under the desk that is holding the microphone. Oh, this could be bad. She is sniffing all around. We'll keep you updated as to deli's location as we continue the podcast. Deli check. We'll do deli checks periodically. She, She has finished her treat, and I think she's looking for more. I think she is. She is never sated. No. Uh, another Joker-related news, though. You you also let me know before we started. You really wanted to talk about how oh, yeah, it that's was right. the the Harley Quinn account tweeted out that the hottest duo Gossam's ever seen. It, they're going to be back this summer. Ooh! Harley Quinn season three of the HBO Max original cartoon. Is gonna debut this this summer, 2022. Wow, that's actually pretty darn fast. Yeah. Um, is it? Well, I mean, when the, they when if they just announced it today and it's debuting in summer, I mean, summer is. They didn't announce here. it today. They announced it at a DC fan uh, event called like DC Fandom. Oh, uh, that okay. it was in the works, and they also announced this is probably more exciting. Uh, actually, well, it was at South by Southwest. <gasps> That's we, the city we live in. We could have gone to we, Harlequin. We could have gone to Harlequin. Kite Man. We could have seen Kaylee Cuoco. Ah, oh, that actually would have been fun. And Lake Bell. We're not cool enough. No. To do any of that. Nope. Uh, but. Uh, so. At South by Southwest, they announced a working title series called Noonan's, which is the name of the bar that the henchmen go to. Nice. Uh, the spinoff would follow Kite Man, who has just purchased the bar. <gasps> and according to co- series, uh, Harley Quinn series co-creator Pat- Patrick Schumacher, who is working on the spinoff, Kite Man tries to run the bar by himself, but it doesn't turn out so easy. Uh, we have Harley... An Ivy appear in the first episode, but after that, we we have different goons and villains appearing in every episode, like Lex Luthor and Bane. It will kind of be like Cheers for supervillains. Oh my gosh. That sounds incredible. And I definitely look forward to watching that. Absolutely. 
I was on the fence about a series. I mean, Kite Man is sort of a breakout star. Yeah. Of Harley Quinn seasons one and two. Uh, but could he carry a series by himself? I think the answer would be no. <laughs> but put him in a Sam position. Yes. Behind the bar listening to people's problems. So the stories aren't necessarily about Kite Man, but they're about the other people. About Bane. Yeah. The very hilarious villains and the personalities that have been written for them in this version of DC. Yeah. Which you can't compare to Joaquin Phoenix Joker. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, lots of Joker-related news. Okay, okay. It's the summer of Joker, baby! Ugh. Hot Joker summer. We can't, no, we're not committed to that. We're, no. <laughs> we're, we're not. JK, not happening. Mm. Uh, Joker. I know, right? Yeah, JK. I did that. On purpose. Sure. She's very good, folks. Mm. Uh, but yeah, okay, so if I were to rank all the different Jokers. Is that what we're doing? No, I would just say the Joaquin Phoenix one is so far down at the bottom. And I think, uh,. Alan Tudyk's Joker from the Harley Quinn series and Mark Hamill's Joker that I've only seen clips of and not ever seen in an episode would be tied at the top. Okay. Uh, Simply because I don't know enough about Mark Hamill's Joker. He's got the laugh. Yeah. He's got the devil-may-care attitude. Yeah. He's got um, the purple suit. That is a token of it. Did Joaquin Phoenix wear a purple suit? Uh, I don't think so. I think a bit. Oh, it was... Maroon does not uh, count. Maroon 5. How dare. <laughs> How dare me? Uh, if Maroon 5 suddenly decided to start making cooler music, then that would be nice. Maybe they could do a song about the Joker, and that would be better than anything they've put out recently. Okay, that let's, let's commit them to it. So Adam Levine is writing... The theme to Joker. It's going to be like a James Bond theme song written and sung by Adam Levine. No, all of Maroon 5. All of Maroon all 5. Of Maroon it's going to be a Maroon 5 song. Adam Levine. I'm sure they have other people. <laughs> more of them are involved. And also two more. This have to be five. There's got to be five of them. You're right. True. I just can't wait for the cartoon version of Joaquin Phoenix's Joker, because I feel like that's really going to be where his Joker comes to the the apex of art. I mean, if it was animated, I might give him more points. Are there points involved? No, just the ranking might be higher. Oh. I'm too. I can't come up with points. I'm How many Jokers do you think there have been? Uh, at least eight. Okay. So we got. I'm going to name all the Jokers I can think of. We got Mark Hamill, animated Joker. We got Alan Tudyk in this series, animated Joker. I'm sure there's been more in other animated DC, but I can't think of them right now. So, and I don't really know this, so we're just going to stop at those two. Heath Ledger, um, Joaquin Phoenix, Jack Nicholson. Um, who was the Joker for Adam West? Batman. Yeah, I don't know his name, but we can count him. We'll count him. Uh, the tiny glimpse of a person that might have happened at the end of a movie that came out this year that you guys did a <laughs> supplemental reading on. That was, I'm which pretty was like, sure that. 
two seconds, but what was this? Like, his name is like Keegan something. No, Jared Leto. No. I'm talking about at the end of The Batman. Oh, there was half, like you saw yeah. half a face and Yeah, the guy who plays Riddler this, was like, yeah. who are you? And he was like, a friend. Well, then I'll, I gave you Jared Leto and just then now. Jared Leto, that is eight. Yeah, you did it. Yeah. I said at least eight. You can throw in two more animated Jokers and also Troy Baker from the video games. Aha, So there's yes. at least ten. Uh, who knows if there's more or not. Hello, Deli Baby. No, we Come just did a deli high. check. No. Oh, no, I we love We cannot deli. do another deli check. I check on deli all the time. No, we just did one. This is, we can't, oh. it's too repetitive. Big old kisses. What a good girl. Are you a good girl? Yeah. All right, this is Naga Kanta. Please. Okay. I'm sorry. I love her. We're going to keep up the summer of Joker news. Okay, yes. But we're going to go hyper local, as we oh. love to do on this podcast. Sure. Uh, so, you remember, you, you're an Austin native, right? By native, you mean more than five years, which counts as native in today's... Standards. Standards, yes. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so you remember the invasion of the scooters. I do, the line scooters that took over. It was all alarming. They were everywhere. They were everywhere. You couldn't walk one block downtown without tripping over some scooters they were blocking the handicap access to street lights and also just in the way. It was a big problem. It was a big problem. Still is a big problem. Has not been addressed. Yeah. Uh, but they're in the news this week because apparently uh, Bird Scooters, one of the uh, the other, not Lime, but one of the other companies. One of the ones that moved in when they were like, oh, there's obviously a market for electric scooters in this area. Right. Market research shows yes. this would be successful. Let's get three more companies in here that does the exact same thing yep. and overloads everything. Yep, just like seeing a CVS across the street from a Walgreens. Yep. Copycats popped up for sure to populate the electric scooter market. Uh, but one company by the name of Bird Scooters is in trouble with the Travis County ta- Tax Office. Uh, they're threatening to seize and auction off. The scooters, if Bird doesn't pay their property taxes. Uh, wait. Do they have to pay little property taxes for each little scooter? Like, okay, this, like, three square feet of ground that this scooter is occupying takes up this much property, and so they have to pay property tax per scooter? That would be hilarious. <laughs> and how would you enforce that? Uh, it depends on, like, the average of where the scooter is parked, and then you take the average of the property tax for those different locales, and and it would be a huge administrative nightmare, and it employs at least three people to do just the scooter taxes, So you know, taxes. So you know that's not what they did, because that would be that hiring would be- people. <laughs> and right now we are in a cost-cutting... Free fall. Uh, but this funny story comes by the way of Twitter. Because uh, somebody by the name of Brad Johnson tweeted out, Travis County tax assessor collector Bruce Elephant just confirmed to me that Bird Ride owes about $150,000 in delinquent property taxes. He says the company never returned his calls and expects the county will begin seizing scooters once a judgment is granted, to which Bird Scooters replied, Thank you for bringing this to our attention. 
We are actively working to get this resolved, and we'll, we'll be in touch as soon as possible. Wow, that automated response coming in clutch. Can you imagine? Good job, bird scooters. That's like the police tweeting out, we're issuing a warrant for this criminal's arrest, and the criminal responds, oh, I didn't know I had broke broken the law. I'll work on fixing that I'll let be in me, touch. Let me work on some things internally and get back to you. Right. When we have the bandwidth. Thank you very much. Uh, wow. So, cool. apparently the deadline to pay the taxes, these property taxes, was uh, January 31st of this year, meaning they are six, at least five months, working on six months delinquent. Wow. And paying off their property taxes. Uh, Bird Rides, the scooter company, was seven out of ten companies that owed over $2.5 million in property taxes combined. Uh, they owe $147,000 in tax. So, wait, seven out of ten, meaning they're number seven on the list out of yes. ten? Like, in order of how much they owe? Right. So, they're, they're kind of down on the list. I don't know why they're quite being singled out other than everyone loves talking about the scooters. Yeah, and how much of a menace they are. Also, I mean, I feel like I would think that the electric scooters are a little bit less of a menace if I had one. Right. For me. Oh, like, do you buy one at auction? I buy one at this auction. I'm sure they're selling them fairly cheap. I'm confused about... Hold under on. Under market value, new commute to work. But wait, this I think feel, feel like this is kind of silly, though. <laughs> Because they might buy the scooters. Yes. But the scooters don't run unless you put money on the app and then turn it on. So someone could buy a scooter, but they can't ride it until they buy put money on the app and purchase a ride through Bird. I don't know if you can seize the scooters and auction them. Can you only... Hear me out. This only works if the county jailbreaks all of the scooters. Right. And, like, says it's a sanctioned, like, removal of bird ownership, and therefore you don't have to... I don't know. I just... I It, it amuses me, the idea yeah. of them seizing all these scooters, and then, like, the law jailbreaks them, and then they're lawful again. I don't know. I mean, one, you're assuming that anybody who works for the tax assessing county office know, would know how to jailbreak them in the first place. Well, they'd have to pay a hacker they, to jailbreak okay. them. They're going to seize these assets, then yes. pay a hacker to take off the proprietary software that makes them work. Then they're going to sell them to individuals who will just have free bird scooters. Also, don't forget all of the charging cords for all of these electric scooters that they are going to have to provide. Or, say, the city will now run a service where they'll pick, come in a truck and pick up all your scooters all the time and recharge them and drop them back off at your doorstep. I don't think the... Okay, we can rule that We're one out. creating more jobs. You know that's not what they're into right now. I do just have to wonder, what property do they owe taxes on? Unfortunately, it is not said here. I guess they have, they must have offices that they're not paying property taxes on. That's gotta on. be it. Yeah. Well, they're not at the office. Everybody's scooting. 
Everybody is scooting. Everybody's moving. You gotta get up in the space now. <laughs> I was thinking everybody's scooting for the weekend. Oh no, that's not. That's uh. Probably. Everybody scoot up. It's time to scoot now. I I was in the grocery store yesterday and I saw in the DVD rack because that is still a thing in grocery stores. Not one, but two different versions of Space Jam A New Legacy. Wait, hold on. You're telling me there are two different versions of Space Jam 2 A New Legacy. At least two different cover art versions, which is all you need to change in order to charge a different price for the DVD. Is it it like a variant cover? (laughs) I think so, and one of them is probably like DVD plus digital copy access, oh, yeah. which is silly because what's it on? It's on one of the streaming services that everybody has now. It's on everybody... HBO Max. Yeah, HBO Max. That's where it premiered, and that's where it <laughs> stayed. That's right. Yeah. Much to everyone's chagrin. Yeah, because it's a WB property, and WB is tied hand in hand with HBO. So it is. But yeah, I was like, wow. And the fun, the bad thing is, I was looking at the DVD rack because I was contemplating buying a DVD of something. Oh, well, what were you trying to buy? I don't. I didn't even know. I was oh, just he's... looking. I was. I was like, maybe because I was putting together a care package for mm. uh, my brother who is sick right now. So I was um, like, oh, I'll send him a DVD to watch. And as I was looking at the DVDs, going like, none of these are good. I was like, what am I doing? Everything in the world is on a streaming platform. Right. Also, I don't even know if he has a, a DVD, DVD player. player. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know. It's so weird because for so long, I mean, we grew up right in the, the smack dab in the 90s where it's like, if you want to rewatch a movie, you have to buy it on VHS. Yes. And certain predatory companies, I mean, certain companies <laughs> called Disney, would they would do limited time releases of some of their classic movies to drive sales which I you know honestly good marketing it was smart get it it before it goes back in the vault and I I I actually um, they did the same thing when they transferred to DVDs and I actually remember um, in high school for Christmas this is the only gift I remember from this Christmas is my dad got a copy of The Beauty and the Beast on uh, DVD, and I could not believe that he had found it uh, because it was currently in the Disney vault. And it so was out I'm of sure, season. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure he found it like on eBay or something, but it was a nice version. It was brand new, and I literally cried because I loved that movie so much, and I wanted to take it with me to college, but my mom would not let us take our VHS copy, which was like the family copy. Plus, I didn't have a VHS player that I was going to take anyway, so... This will be our generation's kids don't know how easy they have it. Yes, it will. Yeah, we're going to hate the younger generations who didn't have the Disney vault. They can just boot up Disney Plus And have anytime. literally every Disney movie yeah. ever made. They Back can to watch. the beginning of time, The Absent-Minded Professor... What? All these things. Oh my gosh, the absent-minded professor, aka the original Flubber, aka no, who cares? Better than the John Williams. You can Robin watch Little Mermaid, Mermaid two whenever you want. <laughs> Don't hate on Little Mermaid two. I will. I 
There are really catchy songs in that that uh, get stuck in my head all the time. Don't okay. be mad. I'm mad. Anyway, I'm, I was going to say, yeah, we grew up with VHSs. Yes. If you wanted to watch a movie, yes. you, you got to buy the VHS. We, we graduated to the DVD where it's like, oh, these are easier to collect. They're thinner. <laughs> you can you can get twice as many DVD per shelf space as the VHS. Right. Double your collection. And they come with bonus features. And, like, the first Harry Potter movie had, like, you had to know the Diagon Alley code <gasps> to be able to unlock even more bonus features. And it was, like, a magical world of entertainment. You're going to tell me a story No, now. just my family used to... We would literally just sit and watch the bonus features of... Our favorite DVDs, and I think we watched the ones from Harry Potter the most, and Lord of the Rings probably second most. Whoa, Deli, what do you have? <clears throat> what is that? Second. I don't know. So we got a little interrupted because while we were making the point about DVDs and bonus features, I looked out into the hallway and saw Deli carrying gingerly away a ripped part of a pillowcase. Uh, so Deli update. Deli check. Deli check. Deli is in her crate, safe and sound, where she can no longer wreak havoc on both our household and the podcast. Yes. So, hopefully there will be no further deli checks throughout this, uh, that something has gone horribly wrong and she's learned how to open locks. That would be terrifying, and there would be no hope for any of us. Um, but yes, bonus features on DVDs. I feel like there was a brief window of time in my life where they were mandatory. Yeah. Like If you were going to put something on a DVD, you had to provide some sort of well, bonus features. It was mandatory viewing, too. Like, if yeah. you... Wanted to say you watched that entire movie. It's like, yeah, but did you see the bonus features? Mm-hmm. That was the talk. And this this was like a really small window. It was like by the time it was from Pirates of the Caribbean 1 to Pirates of the Caribbean 3. After 3, no one cared about bonus features anymore. In fact, nobody watched them anymore. Yeah, yeah. that's You're exactly right. I think that's, that's a good way to describe it because I've, I remember... Watching all the deleted scenes on all the DVDs and Pirates of the Caribbean, especially, and like the making of and the costuming and blah blah blah, all of this. Watching all of the behind the scenes on Lord of the Rings, learning all those stuff. Some of my favorite tidbits and honestly, really good memories with my family is watching the bonus features on DVDs more so than just the movie because we learn interesting things. My family loves random trivia, and so we would learn interesting things, and then that added to our enjoyment of the movie like it is where you get things like it's like that meme you're gonna say it i'm gonna say it. you're gonna say it (laughs) that like every time anybody watches lord of the rings the two towers and the scene comes up where aragorn legolas and gimli have uh tracked down the um urukai who have stolen mary and pippin and the riders of rohan are like oh no no sorry we came across them this morning we left none alive, and they're like picking through the uh, the burning pile of bodies, 
and Aragorn kicks a helmet and screams in frustration. Everyone knows this already, uh, but every time anyone is showing anybody the movies for the first time, they're like, did you know that Viggo Mortensen broke his toe when he kicked that helmet? But he channeled it into his acting because he's so good, and that's the, that's the take that they kept. And so right there in the moment, you see him breaking his toe. It's like a thing. Everybody who cares about Lord of the Rings knows that because it was on the bonus features of the DVD. And it's like a meme on TikTok oh, yeah. now. It's a meme now, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah. the TikTok format is like that scene comes up, and then, you know, it, typically it's a guy watching it with a girl. And then, like, the guy's kind of like, kind of like, not going to say it, not going to say it. And then this goes, <gasps> like, did you know? And then the, While like, holding up the remote right. to pause it. Yep. Yep. What's funny, though, in our household, because <laughs> I am not the biggest, I was not the biggest Lord of the Rings fan. Uh, I have been slowly converted over time to really appreciating those movies. Uh, but in our household, it was my wife, Jamie, who Me. was the one going, did you know? And I, in fact, did not know. Yeah, and it was a cool fact. Did yeah. it add to your enjoyment of the movie? Sure. Was it very important that I tell you that on your very first watch through? No. <laughs> yep, see, that's the danger. Anyway, bonus features yeah. were like... All the cool kids knew the bonus features, and now right. it's to a point where... Some movies, like, do the very, very bare minimum. If anything. Now yeah. it's like a DVD feels outdated. Um, oh, they are. Yeah, absolutely. We've graduated even further on yeah. to Blu-ray and Ultra Blu-ray, which, who cares? Because, to your point, everything is on streaming, and if it's not, like, three ninety nine on Amazon will get you any movie. Right. Even so, there's sometimes I'm like, oh, I feel like I want to own this movie in case they ever take it off streaming because I like it and I want to have it forever. I don't know. That's a weird feeling because we only have one DVD player in our household and it's hooked up to the TV that is in our bedroom that we never ever watch because if we spend any time in there, the dog will cry and kick the door down. So Okay, so for one, stop buying DVDs. Yeah. And for two, the PlayStation 5 is a Blu-ray and Ultra Blu-ray player. Oh, okay. I believe you. I'm too scared to touch it. (laughs) It is, though, and I'll teach you. Okay. Because we absolutely will be buying everything, everywhere, all at once when it comes out on on disc. It it is out on streaming today. What? Yeah. What are we doing recording a podcast? I need to watch it again. I've seen it again. Yeah, you saw without so, me. So, who cares? I've got to report I got to record a podcast. Ugh, okay. Wow. But yes, I agree. I want to own that because yeah. you know why? It'll come with bonus features you think? that tell us cool stuff about the history of the making of the movie. Yeah. I want it. For those of you who are curious about our thoughts about this movie, uh, check out our supplemental rating on everything everywhere all at once. It is filled to the brim with bonus features. Uh, yes, actually. And that is, that's an accurate, that's a good description of oh, that. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I will just, uh, one more point I have about DVDs feeling outdated. Uh, I bought a sewing machine because I need to fix all of the pillows that our dog has ripped apart. And I was like, well, now is a good time. I might as well have this and learn a new skill. 
bought a sewing machine, and it came with an owner's manual on DVD. And when, as soon as I opened it, I was like, oh, no, how am I going to watch this? And then I remembered that we do have a DVD player. That's fascinating. That's an outdated piece of equipment. Yeah. A sewing machine coming with an outdated mode of data transfer. Hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Sewing machines are obsolete. You gotta no. Get, you, no. You, you, you just take it to any robot. <laughs> any robot will sew it right up for you. You know what? It'll play a DVD too. <laughs> uh, yes. No. I uh, I wanted a sewing machine because I would like to have a life skill that I'm that I feel like I can get better at over time and eventually be good enough to make Halloween costumes for our family that are not held together with hot glue. Uh, so hot glue is perfectly acceptable, but I do. That's a good. That's a good uh, goal to have. Yeah, because I have no life skills that will ever contribute to anything. So married to you. Woo-hoo. What? Well, you're already married. You can't back out now. Yep. Mm. Uh, all right. Well, speaking of DVDs, I feel like this movie will be out on DVD soon. Uh, J- Jamie, you're super caught up on the podcast, right? I was so proud of myself when you contacted me. And you're like, hey, you want to be a guest co-host? And I was like, yes, that sounds great. I'm not preparing any content, yada, yada. You've heard this before. Also, I was proud of myself because I had just gotten caught back up. I was like a couple episodes behind, and so I caught up, and I was like, yay, that's perfect timing. Come to find out, I missed one. I was caught up, and I, what? Got, I got to... I what? Got, no. What? Don't be mad. I, you... Tried to blame it on the Spotify not having it, but then I tried to open it to prove that I was like, no, 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 the last one that was available on Spotify, I totally listened to, and it was Movies Are Too Long, colon, part one. Yeah. And then there was another one. Yes. So you don't, I'm sorry, um, there's going to be spoilers for last week's episode in this. How dare you? So get ready. Brace yourself. I'm braced. She's braced. She's in like a catcher's position for baseball. I know that sport. Sure. Uh, last week, fans, real heads of the podcast, will know that we discussed at length a little film, a little star film, a little internet sensation called Morbius. Morbin time, baby. <laughs> Morbin time. If you want to bring up that you think you introduced me to the meme, you could do it on the podcast <laughs> right now. You have... You are so mean to me in regards to this. I saw what I thought was a funny meme, and it was like more a close-up of Michael Morbius's face going, it's Morbin time. And I thought it was funny because I'm behind the times on everything. And I sent it to you, and you didn't even laugh. Come to find out it's because you've already seen it a bajillion, gazillion times. A more billion times. Oh, God. Yes. Uh, so last week we did some very extensive reporting on to the extent that the internet was purporting, promoting, propagating these memes about Morbius, these Morba memes. Oh, okay. No? Sure. Morba memes. Uh, to the point that we were like, there were articles written. This is spoilers for you. 
<laughs> that was like, Morbius 2 doesn't exist, and please, for the love of God, stop making jokes about it. Otherwise, they're going to want to make a Morbius 2. Exactly. Don't tell me. No, I will not. Wait, no, no. Because it didn't tell... It didn't happen. Oh, okay, good, good. That's why like, I won't tell you. should tell the fans. That's no. not fair to the fans. <laughs> Just because I'm not caught up, that's not... They're caught up. By the time I am listening to this episode, I will be caught up and I will be mad at past right. Jamie for... Right. Spoiling so, spoiler. Sony Pictures, who owns the rights, the distribution rights to Morbius and Spider Man, by the way. Oh, just a little, a little, a little property, hero. just yeah. a little unknown hero called Spider Man. Yeah. So Sony Pictures, who owns the rights to Sam Raimi's Spider Man, and had the opportunity to put that movie back in theaters for its twentieth anniversary. <gasps> And did not do that. Oh, what a missed opportunity. I would have gone. I know so many people who would have gone. Yeah. Literally, my mom went to watch Spider-Man No Way Home and got my dad to go with her, which is no small feat, because he never wants to go to the movies. Um, she said she teared up when Tobey Maguire went on screen, yeah. because she was like, that is my Spider-Man. That is a big deal. Right. Some, I didn't know my mom was that into superhero movies. And your dad liked it. She felt very strongly that that was her Spider-Man. And yeah, my dad... Your dad enjoyed that the, the Spider-Man No Way Home movie. Which, which is crazy. Is a, honestly, you know, hats off to that team. They made a man who hates movies like that movie. Anyway, we don't <laughs> have to get into it. Yeah. That same Sony Pictures. Same... Who oh. could have printed money. Same Missed Opportunity Sony Pictures. That's their full name. Missed Opportunity Studios. Yes. Sony Missed Opportunity Studios. They saw the memes. They saw the internet buzz around Morbius. No, oh, no. And what they did, weeks after Morbius's theater run ended, mm. bought a thousand theaters. Not bought the theaters, sorry. <laughs> They didn't buy the theaters. They bought showings of Morbius in a thousand theaters this past weekend. They saw the buzz. They thought, we gotta hit that vein while it's hot. We're gonna we're gonna do it. We're gonna break even on this film. Oh no. <laughs> I think someone doesn't understand internet meme sarcasm. Yes, so they did that. And apparently they brought in Hold Your Breath. 85 Wait, so 85 with three zeros. 85,000? Yeah, 85,000. $85,000 total. Wow. How much did it cost for them to buy out the theaters? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how much the payola is. I would love to know if they lost money on that particular weekend. They absolutely did. Because uh, it's not the whole film's run. Made about $73.4 million in the U.S., not reaching $74 million. Just to look up the budget of Morbius, Morbius budget, you know they shelled out the big button. The budget of the film was $75 million. Wait. Wait. Yeah. Okay, okay. So it didn't make up its money domestically. It did worldwide make up its money uh, it doubled its money, to be exact. Yeah. It's a hit. 
Here you go. You heard it here first, folks, because no one else is talking about Morbius in the serious news. It is a sensation. I hope... Good job, Sony. Missed Opportunity Studios. I hope this is a wake-up call to the Sony execs to not greenlight a Morbius 2. I really hope they don't. Unfortunately, I do believe they're moving forward with their projects. They're moving forward with Craven the Hunter. They're moving forward with Madam Web. I don't... I have never... I have never heard those other names before. Have you ever heard of Morbius? (laughs) (laughs) Is it Morbin time right now? Before Morbius came out, have you you ever heard of Dr. Michael Morbius? I don't think I have, no. Me either. I think that's the point. (laughs) Sony, we have... Okay, here. the The Sony executive room. They're like, we have... This super hot property, Spider-Man. Everybody loves him. Everybody knows him. Guaranteed, anytime there's a new Spider-Man movie, lots of people will go see it. We have video games. We've got animated things. We have all this. It is a guaranteed moneymaker. But you know what we should do instead? Make films of things that people have never heard about and don't care about. I don't know. Okay, and this is like, I feel like this is in contrast to something that we've said before. Either you guys have said it on the podcast or I've talked to you about it before. I don't know. It all blurs together. This podcast and my life are one and the same. You're um, welcome. <laughs> uh, but, um, okay, quick aside. This actually happens to me. Is Henry will be talking about something and I'm like, oh, wow, that's a really good point. And then, like, three days later... He'll say it again on the podcast, and I'm like, Henry, oh my gosh, everybody is talking about that. Like, that, what is it? that, um, it's just me. what was it? It was the Zendaya is Michi. And I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh, Henry, you told me about that. I'm so glad you did, because it's coming back. Like, it's coming back in the zeitgeist. And nope. I heard it on a podcast, and I'm like, wait, that was just you guys <laughs> saying it again. I hear it from his mouth, and then I hear it later through my earbuds on this wonderful, dumb podcast. I... And I think that it is happening in the zeitgeist, but it's just Henry again. When I first started the podcast with John, I made a very concentrated effort to not bring up to you (laughs) things I had talked about on the podcast so you wouldn't get it twice. Uh, As I have grown older (laughs) and my energy levels are just so lower, sometimes, I mean, lately, sometimes I don't see you until after the podcast and you're like, I'm in talk mode. Yeah. And so... Minutes of after have just talking talked about Zendaya is Michi. I run, I talk to you, and I bring up Zendaya is Michi. And I'm like, what is Zendaya is Michi? I and don't then know I show is. you, and then three days later, you listen to the podcast and you hear Zendaya is Michi. You're living in like a weird self fulfilling prophecy designed by me. <laughs> Ugh. All right, is this is this what the next level of gaslighting is? It's like forward. Well, at least I'm not. Thinking. At least I'm not using it for evil. At no. least I'm not like, hey, look, all wives are buying their husbands uh, PS sixes. Yeah, it, it's it's going around, and it's, then you hear it later. I'm like, yeah, all wives are buying 
on the podcast. I'm saying it. And you're like, oh, I gotta buy my husband a Surely. PS6. Everyone is saying it. Wow, it really is At least true. I'm not gaslighting you in any way that would actually affect your life. That's true. We only talk about Fast and Furious, Morbius, <laughs> and, and, and Tom Cruise on this podcast. You know, the hot topics that are important. But yes, I thank you for using your powers for good to finally <laughs> teach me what Zendaya is Michi is. Chaotic neutral. Chaotic neutral. That's valid. Uh, anyway. Uh, what were we talking all about? All of that is to say that... Um, oh, Morbius. Okay, so Morbius, they're like greenlighting these films where people have no idea what the character is and they're not interested and they're like trying to tell a story that no one knows and thinking that it's going to do well but no one is invested so they don't go see it. Also, if the story is freaking bad, it doesn't matter. Right. So, so but it's, yeah. In, yeah. It's in, to, that's in to your point, yeah. if they were just greenlighting movies of things no one had heard of, but then the movie was good, they would have a fighting chance. Right. But, it turns out from all reports that I've read, the movie sucks. Well, also our very close friend who's chased in movies, I, uh, take stock in, uh, right. said it was horrid. So there you go. But I was like, cause I think that's kind of the point that I was going to make. Cause we've mentioned before, like I said, either you and I talking or through the podcast, um, that Batman movies keep going to the same well of villains over and over and over. And Batman right. has this huge Rose cornucopia. Gathering. He has like a cornucopia of villains that you have never seen in a film before. Calendar you don't man. need eight and a half different Jokers. Mad Hatter. Right, yeah. Clayface. Clayface in a movie would be freaking cool. Black Mass. I think it would be terrifying. Hush. Yeah. I mean, I'm not telling you to hush. That's the no. name of the villain. Hush. <laughs> the things that I put up with. Fire. I am a guest co-host. You can't tell me to hush. Man Bat. It, wait, is that a real one? Man, that is for real. Wow. Poison Ivy, which we've only seen one of. Yeah. Was, what was her name? Uma Thurman? Was she Poison uh, Ivy? I don't know that. My nerd card is disintegrating before everyone's eyes. Yeah. But yeah. I don't care to look I feel like with that, in that, it's like different because people will come to see the character of the Batman. Huntress. And telling a story that is in a different light. Man. Uh, different, because it's like playing against a different villain and it's a way an interaction we haven't seen before and condiment king a story that is new <laughs> in that regard have we seen the only mr freeze we've seen is arnold, arnold schwarzenegger, schwarzenegger. mr freeze yeah anyway how do you know i was about to name that yeah. very one mind meld um <laughs> we're married uh so <laughs> but like that i guess they're still playing off of a character that everybody knows and loves which is batman but then they're, like, leaning on these different... They would be leaning on different villains to tell a new story. But there would be enough nostalgia factor to, like, okay, people are going to come see the Batman movie. This one with the Morbius and... I mean, Venom to a degree, but apparently that one was written better because a lot of people went to see it. I the, don't know. Again, the, never yeah. seen it. The first one apparently was written in a way that people went to see it. Apparently the second one was hot garbage. Cool. They did not learn their lesson. No. But, Lessons? Mm. Sony pictures? Ugh, I just can't imagine. Sony? Sony, <laughs> Sony Bad Decisions Pictures Limited. I think you just cracked it. Sony, so many bad decisions. Oh, that's it. That's it. 
Yeah. Wow. We yeah. did it. I was just reminded in all that that they also greenlit a movie for El Muerto, a Spider-Man villain that has been in exactly, and I, I don't want to overestimate this, three and a half panels of Spider-Man. Panels? I might be over underestimating for comedic effect. Let's say he's in at least two issues, maybe, of Spider-Man. Of over a thousand issues of Spider-Man comics that I'm sure have occurred over the years. Spanning decades. El Morto is getting a movie. Uh, Yeah. Also, Madam Web, who has been in maybe three issues of Spider-Man. She, like... An evil spider lady? Madam Web, uh, we're probably going to meet her and across the Spider-Verse. I feel like, I was about to say, like, she's like, she's probably like a Black Widow spider. And then I was like, wait, no, there's already a Black Widow Well, she's not really related to Spider-Man. Sure. Madam Web is a being that has the ability to view all of the dimensions where Spider-Man exists. Oh, that's she, actually cool. She only exists in, like, Spider-Verse comics okay. as, like, a, a centralizing force of Spider-Man. You can only do the them meeting up and, like, whoa, there's another Spider-Man so many times without a central authority figure saying, this is why you're meeting. You need to go save the everything. Yeah. Spider-Man. And Everywhere. Women. All at once. Yes. Um, she I is, w- yeah, she is Alpha Gong, gone, no, gone. What, no, Alpha <laughs> Wayman. Wait, wait, is she the Zordon of the Spider-Man? She is the Zordon of the Spider-Man. That is exactly right. Wow. Yeah, she's the one who can see all of them and, like, manipulates them sometimes, manipulates the threads and the webs to pull them all together in times of crisis. She's getting the movie. But is it going to have Spider-Men in it? Like, Me? I would go to watch it if there were multiple Spider-People in it. Sony's, that sounds cool. Yeah, Sony's agreement with the MCU is still very nebulous. Like, there were for a good three months, there was a time when Spider-Man was going to be pulled into the Sony, the Venomverse, as it were. Worst decision and, and in there, history. There have been there have been sightings of Venom and MCU things as a part of Spider-Man stuff. Like it's it's very confusing because it's there's a wall in between the properties for seemingly no reason. Yeah. Because in the comics they're all in the same world, but because of film distribution and film rights and stuff like that. There's red tape when there should be no red tape. There should be only white webs holding it together. No red tape. I was trying for a red, and then Spider-Man's outfit is red and blue, but I was like, no, it would be better if it was webs, but then my metaphor broke down. I finished my beer. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, you're coughing. We never, we never told them about the profile, the flavor profile of this beer. It was oh, good. It was light. Very, it's very light. It's very fruity. Good for um, summer. Yeah, if you're not a beer drinker, this is not a beer, so it's very good. It's good. Tastes very slightly like old, suave strawberry shampoo that I used to wash my hair with every day. Wait, back up. What? 
Did you used to drink the shampoo? Sometimes, when you're a kid, sometimes the shampoo gets in your mouth a little bit. That's... It, it is what it is. I, it's, it brought back a weird nostalgia flavor, but it's tasty, so I'm not mad. I'm learning so much about my wife tonight. But I think on that note of tasting shampoo when one is a child, it might be time to wrap up this little episode of ours. All of this capital I, capital C improvised content. I mean, a lot of that I had planned. What? Yeah, I... I I don't know if you noticed this, but I keep referring back to, like, articles... That I had saved pre... Oh, you're doing like a bit where like I was speaking extemporaneously? Yeah, because that's not what you were doing this whole this whole podcast. I never do that. I, I have prepared. Writers, li- listeners... Writers? <laughs> listeners, write in. Become writers. Write in if you think this episode showed signs of gaslightation. Nope, not that, whatever. It's fine. I enjoy being married to my husband. It's great. Oh my god, you can't say you enjoy being married to your husband like that. It sounds like you don't enjoy being married to me. (laughs) No, it's great. Alright. Well, normally, on this podcast, you've listened before. Uh, once or twice. You, You know the gist. It's my week to edit. Oh, no. So that would normally mean that uh, my, my my co-host would do the so- social media plugs. However, I, if you don't feel up to doing that, I will do them for you. How about I attempt them and you fix it as oh. we go? All right. Edit City. Here we come. <laughs> so It's just going to jump cut to the end of the episode with none of your attempted. Oh, great. Thanks. Sorry. Big, big no, confidence. I'm taking the pressure off. Oh, now okay. you can do whatever you want because it doesn't matter. None of it's going in. Okay, cool. So if you would like to uh, write in and tell us about the time that you accidentally ate something as a kid or um, other uh, bad decisions that Sony has made that we could talk about in the future, please uh, send us an email at email at zerocredits.net or if you have something that can be uh, described in a smaller amount of characters, just a little little blurb, you can do a tweety tweet at at ZCPC uh, at the Twitter. Is that it? Just ZCPCWHJ.com. <laughs> I'm doing so good at this. All right, I'm just going to jump in. All right, yes. Um... What did you say our email send us, was? Send an email at zerocredits.net. All right, I know that, that was one. right. All right. The Twitter handle is at ZCPCWHJ on, on Twitter.com. Twitter. And that stands for Henry. Oh, okay. And normally we, when you throw it to somebody, you say their name. Oh. I know. This is, okay, this is Broadcast 101. Yeah, I'm looking at you right now. I know you haven't done an in-person podcast you still, in you less still, than a year. You still throw it. When you throw it to somebody, you say their name. That's what ZCPC, That's what ZCPC stands for. Great. Cool. Um, okay, so you got the email. You got the Twitter. You can find them on... Still on Facebook? Not on Facebook? I mean, we're on Facebook... Funny thing about the Facebook, we, we got tagged by um, a, a, a lovely Indian page 
that is celebrating things done in their city. And there's a music video that was recorded in their city and then put on a YouTube channel called Zero Credits. That's not us. Oh, no. We're on Facebook. We're not active on Facebook. Okay. You can find them there in order to find the links to their other active sites. Um, so you got Twitter, you got email, you listen to the podcast wherever you get your podcast media, whether that is Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podcast Addict, whatever scrapey boys you are have on your phone. Um, and you can listen every week and feel like you got caught up and then get ratted out by your husband who finds out that you're not actually caught up when you were supposed to say you were caught up. Did you say Scrapey Boys? Uh, yes, I did. Okay. Trademark Scrapey Boys. Um, but <laughs> More lore is being dropped. <laughs> um, the most important thing that you can do is if you like the podcast, if you like normal episodes, but not this one, because this is a weird one. Oh, no. Someone who doesn't know what she's doing. Um, you can tell friends about it, and you can tell them to just skip this episode when they get to this point. But uh, if you enjoy it, please tell people um, so that I have people to talk to and listen to in the fam nation, the fans, because I'm one of them. Uh... And because word of the mouth is the best way to spread the podcast, make more fans. What are you mouthing at me? Only way we can survive. It's the only way we can survive. Okay. Wow. I know that. I've heard it almost 262 times. Almost. At this point. Almost 262. Not quite. Uh, but yes, word of the mouth is the best way that this podcast can survive, so please... Only. Not best, only. Only way we can. Excuse me. Mrs. I've heard it at least 262 times. You invite me to this podcast to guest co host. I'm going to put my own spin so that John doesn't feel like he's getting replaced. The lore of the podcast cannot be changed. Fine. And from everyone here at the Rotating Guest Host Studios, we want to wish you a happy week. Word of the mouth is the only way this podcast can survive. Please tell your friends or we're going to die. Oh, my god! And I'll never talk to my husband oh, again. Oh, my Oh, God. Oh, what? We, we were doing the sign-off. It's, yes. Yeah. You can't this say is, things this after the this supposed to banter. All right, well, now's the time when I say goodbye. Goodbye! Goodbye. Yes, you gotta speak up.
Was that okay? Yeah. Is what I was trying to ask off record. You gotta speak up. I was trying to ask off record if it was okay. We'll find out when the comments <laughs> come in. <laughs>